Boozehound Entertainment presents A Walk in Darkness. Well, I talked to Father Murray earlier today, and there's a Kirkbride patient we need to look into. And that will require a trip down there. A patient? Who? We're searching for the Demonic Testament, a book written by a demon, and you're coming with us. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining the investigation. And at this point, I'm turning it over to Wally because Mm -hmm. I know he's got some news he really wants to share with you all. Definitely. You got that right. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Uh, Let's get right into this. So a few days ago, I had a sit down with Father Murray, and he told me that the church put him on a task force that they've created specifically to stop us from continuing the investigation. So, apparently the goal is to, under no circumstances, allow the Demonic Testament from being released and all involved have permission to do whatever it takes to stop us. And Father Murray said that when this was said to the room, that there was this subtle inference that they will stop at nothing to attain their goal. So, where does Father Murray fit in with this whole thing? Well, Basically, his job is to spy on us, to listen to the podcast, watch us, follow us, see what he can glean from everything, and report back to the bishop. Basically, he's Magnum P.I. for the church. Okay, that sounds like a threat. And you don't think they do anything to hurt us, do you? (laughs) Well, um, the church doesn't fuck around. And like Murray said, the church will do whatever it takes to get what they want and to protect themselves. So with that in mind, we really need to be careful about what we do, what we say, how we go about everything. But the good news is Father Murray is our spy on the inside. So we're going to know what the church is going to do before they do it. Okay, well, that that does make me feel a little better. But is that enough? I mean, should we be doing something else to protect ourselves? Well, I think it's important to understand that as long as this investigation is alive and that Sarath is helping us find the Demonic Testament and that the threat of the Demonic Testament could be released, the church will always be a threat to us. Okay. Okay. That's not very reassuring, but I suppose we have a leg up with Father Murray on the inside and your knowledge of the church. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, since we're speaking about the church, I found out some more stuff about Kirkbride's connection to the church. Oh, yeah? Tell us. Okay. Well, in the early 50s, church attendance was in the decline, so they started a program to turn things around. Oh, God. I can't imagine this is going to be good. Well, churches all around the world started buying asylums for the sole purpose of studying human behavior and human psychology. Basically how the brain works so they could manipulate people into coming back to the church and they could control them once more. Yeah, that sounds like the exact thing the church would do to protect themselves. It does. And you'll love this. Kirkbride was part of the pilot program. Interesting, interesting. Hmm. You know, I'm. I got to be honest. I'm kind of surprised. I never heard of this program before. Was it successful? Yeah, I mean, they saw a rise in attendance in the Hmm. church and a greater acceptance of church morals. (laughs) 
Well, I'm guessing the program is still alive since they still own asylums or, I don't know, at the very least, Kirkbride. Well, I'm still digging into that, but so far I've been able to find 66 asylums well, still owned by the church. Well, I, I'm sure you're going to find more. And, you know, honestly, they're going to need that program now more than ever before. Yeah, they do. But you know what? I think enough about the church. Um, what about the Kirkbride patient you were looking into? Mm, okay, the Kirkbride patient. Is everybody sitting down? Because his name's going to be familiar to you guys. His name is Father Martin Hanley. And, yeah, definitely something isn't right with this whole thing. So, we had plans to go down to Kirkbride. But, to our bad luck, a big storm came in. Big snowstorm hit us hard. And a lot of the roads were closed because of blowing snow and all that jazz. And so, we couldn't make it down to the asylum. So, what I could find out was limited to what I could research from the internet. Okay, well, fill us in. (laughs) All right, well, we already know from God Failed that Hanley was the Harrington's family priest and Christian's principal and Ariel's principal, too, in, in high school. So, his colleagues reported that Hanley was kind of acting a bit strange and withdrawn in the the months before his death. Um, He was investigated for helping Madeline escape from the hospital. From what I can tell, nothing ever became of that, but a lot thought that he was just taking the rule of the church into his own hands. Some even believed that he might have been performing an unsanctioned exorcism at the Harrington's house the day of his death. And then Ariel found Hanley dead in his car in the Harrington's driveway. Definitely, yes. And I have the death certificate here. The cause of death is listed as a myocardial infarction. A heart attack. Yep. So he's dead. Isn't that the end of his story? Well, <laughs> yes, yes. But, but, and, and, and this is where things get a little weird. Several days after his death, a priest was admitted to the Kirkbride Asylum for paranoid delusions and schizophrenia. The priest's name was Father Martin Hanley. (laughs) Yep, Father Martin Hanley. His admission papers describe a man in his early 60s, white hair, slightly overweight, blue eyes, basically describing the same Hanley that died in the Harrington's driveway. Well, there has to be a reasonable explanation, right? Well... There is no record of this new Hanley, nothing. We have no idea where he came from, especially since he showed up out of nowhere uh, at the church down the street from the asylum. And it gets even stranger. What? Well, I, I, don't, I, I still can't believe it. I can't believe this. But he claimed to be a guardian angel named Alec. Alec. From... God failed. Christian's guardian angel. Mm-hmm. Yep. It sure looks like it. But wait, there's more. He said he was turned human by God so he could have more power to fight and kill a demon. This has been the Supernatural Thriller Podcast, A Walk in Darkness, produced by Boozehound Entertainment. Follow A Walk in Darkness on Instagram and Twitter, and don't forget to subscribe.